I knew I knew I I was feeling good. I mean, I I usually paddle a lot in the summer, and I completely gave that up this year and just focused on the bike. And um, the goal was to win Orange Shore this year. And that was, was your goal. That was that was my big goal for the fall season. Really, I. For some some dumb reason, Order Shore is my favorite mountain bike race. If you want to call it a mountain bike race, I know that you know, it's a gravel race, road race, whatever. Yeah. Um, this is my 15th Order Shore. KOM Cycling and Michigan Midpack Media, welcome to the Dirty Chain Podcast, the podcast that covers the cycling scene from the viewpoint of the Michigan Midpack. I am your host, Trevor, and on this episode, an interview a long time in the making, Jordan Wakeley, this year's winner of the Ordeshore Mountain Bike Race, along with uh, this year's winner of uh, Lumberjack 100 coast to coast um a and a conversation i've wanted to have for a very long time but before we get to that conversation uh well i i don't know if i'm gonna call him a podcast regular but you've been on the podcast a couple times scott um scott richard um scott it's been a while it has been a while since um we've talked on microphone when when was the last time we a, I think Polar Roll was the last time we spoke. Oh no, no, you know, Iceman last year. But uh, Scott Richard, uh, thanks for coming back on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Hello, everyone. I mean, it's it's not been a while since we've talked. I mean, I feel like we talk all the time, <laughs> daily. But uh, I invited you back on the podcast because you were also up. Um, last weekend was Orta Shore, and a lot of people from. All over Michigan, all over the Midwest, traveled into Marquette for for the race, and I was one of them. I raced. Scott, you were one of them. You did not race. <laughs> Spectating. I am. I have taken the year off of racing. So, but I still enjoy the atmosphere and all of the events. So, there's a lot of them that I have gone to to watch and cheer, and so I will continue to do that. So that was my Order Shore experience as well. You know, it's it is funny though cuz I think the first time that you were on the podcast was one of the one of our first episodes and it was all about Order Shore. You're right. Uh yeah. I, I don't know what 2019. 2019? Yeah. And yeah, I remember did you do the Hard Rock, the the forty eight? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. all that's I've never done I've never done the twenty eight and maybe when I, if I go back, I, I might do that. Just the twenty-eight, yeah, for fun. <laughs> you should have done the. <laughs> I, I know you try. Remember, you tried to sign me up this year for the twenty-eight. I tried to sign you up for every. I mean, I That's thought maybe true. the forty-eight, maybe the twenty-eight. Um, they had day of registrations, yeah. and I was. I think what was it like one hundred and five dollars? I was yeah. trying to give you cash just so you would sign up. <laughs> you were. How is it on the other side, though? I mean, Ordeshore, I, I think, I mean, I talked about it last year. I mean, you've talked about it. Um, it's it's a great race. And even Jordan talks about it uh, when uh, we get to that conversation. He said it's one of his favorite races. Um, I love I love the race. It's a great way um, to experience Upper Peninsula racing um, or Upper Peninsula riding at all. Um, or just like an introduction into it. Um, yeah, it has, how it's the, it's how the whole was package. it? It is a whole package. But how was it for you? I mean, you ride a lot. You said you're taking this year off of racing. Um, how was it to be on the sidelines? I guess it's it's a perfect event to uh, spectate. Not, I mean, not necessarily you're seeing all the racers, but like they're. The finish line atmosphere there is great. Uh, I mean, with food trucks and a band and the beer tent, and in uh, there's plenty of parking. Uh, you can you can see your racers off at the start. I mean, the 48 mile version in the 28 mile, 
even though there's 20 miles difference, they're only like a mile apart from the start from each other. So if you've got family members doing 48 and family members doing 28, you can see both of them off. They're an hour apart. And then you have time to get down to the finish line, set up and watch everyone come in. And so the, the setup and the, the way that uh, event goes is works really well for that. Um, and I mean, yeah, and it's, it's, it's also very family oriented. I mean, beyond the hard rock, soft rock, there's other races. They have the kids race. There's like a, a there's a 10 mile race and there's a four mile race. And then there's a strider bike race for the other kids. So, I mean, there's things going on all day long. I mean, you really, uh, get, get a fill for, uh, the up north feeling and, and the racing and it, it's just a great event and I, th- I think i've said this before i've made this comparison a lot but it, it to me it's kind of like a up Iceman. um i, I mean it's a point to point and that style of quote-unquote mountain bike racing is not super technical it's like fast it's a two track um there's some there's some sections but uh you know, a little bit smaller scale. I mean, it's a very large start. Matter of fact, I believe the start for Order Shore is a larger mass start technically because than it's Iceman. not because it's not waves. It's right? not waves. Yeah. Yeah. They all go off together. I videoed the start of both the twenty-eight and the forty-eight. The twenty-eight mile start it was four minutes long, at least four minutes long for everyone to clear the start line. That's how many people did the 28. And it was about two, two and a half minutes for the 48. Uh, I didn't realize how much larger the 28 race was than the 48. Well, it's accessible. And again, because of the family atmosphere, I think a lot of stuff, a lot of people, it's amazing how many like first time participants you Mm -hmm. see showing up for this race uh begin because you said it's it's you know it's two tracks some single track it's you know the uh the topography of the race especially from the 28 mile you know there's not a lot of elevation it's you know you're kind of working your way back down into marquette and uh uh, you know it's attainable for a lot of people they see this and it's you know so it's uh, it attracts a lot of people but you and again a lot of repeat customers too though there's a lot of people that love that race and come back every year but i feel like it does draw like a lot of first timers for that are interested in racing and you know you're up you're up in marquette and a lot of people too they'll come up not only will they come up for the weekend but you know they'll come up with their families and they'll stay long they'll stay for the week or they'll stay a long week and, and enjoy all the other things up in marquette area yeah i think it is a super accessible race for all levels of rider um and that is why it is so incredibly popular um, and like a great introduction to riding up in the UP or in the Marquette area. Um, But to be fair, the reason that I actually wanted to talk to you on, (laughs) on this um, is opposite of what we just talked about. Completely opposite (laughs) of what we talked about. Not accessible, not, um, introductory riding. Um, one of the reasons, so this was the second year I've done or to shore. And as much as I, I really wanted to do the race again, I wanted to use the time to be up in the Marquette area to ride some of the Ramba trails and some of the other, uh, trail systems that are used for Margie Gessick. And I think in my head this year, I'm just thinking Margie Gessick, which is coming up really cl- like in, in a, month, a month, month away. Um, and I, I'm actually feeling like I'm behind the eight ball a little bit here, but, uh, um, yeah, I wanted to like two birds, one stone thing here, like race or to shore. Cause I love it, but also experience or just like check out some of these trails. I've, I've ridden some of Ramba before, um, but I wanted to go up and early Friday, maybe ride post-race Sunday ride. Friday didn't work out. It was, nope, it was rained out. completely rainy. Um, but Sunday, we did get a chance to ride um, with Mitch and uh, and Dave. Yep. Mitch DeYoung and Dave Peck and some other... 
some of your buddies locally from well Marquette? yeah we met up we met up like mid mid ride with uh ben alter and ed rogers um but we did the last how many miles 20 so it's the, yeah i mean on, on it was 20 miles the last 20 miles uh from the last time you leave jackson mine park until yeah. the finish line um of the margie yeah and again i know i realize that we're we're like we changed direction completely from or to shore um but the experience that i had riding the ramba trails from jackson mine park um the last 20 ish of uh of last year's margie yes whatever this year will be we're we're not sure um it was a little eye-opening for me um (laughs) (laughs) you you mean when you said i think i should have rode this first before i signed up (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know i don't know how to feel about it i mean it was hard well it's it was incredibly hard and i knew it would be hard um and i knew it also like it's not just difficult it is i don't want to say dangerous but like it, it it borderlines dangerous a little bit with the type of riding so like then you have in your head i'm going to be riding this section um, in less in a month, um, probably in the dark, yeah, probably yeah. with 10, 12, 15 hours of riding in my legs. Yep. You're 80 miles yep. deep before you even get there. Maybe even a hundred miles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like you, you kind of stop and I, I did at least I'm like, Hmm, this is a, but that's why, I mean, I think that's why you choose to pre-ride and do some of these so you can see it and then you know where you say it's dangerous but like so now you can go there and say okay i remember this this is how i'm feeling this is what i'm comfortable doing Mm -hmm. you know i i'm perfectly fine getting off my bike and walking this section whether it's up or down i mean we know some of the ups like you have no choice but you probably walk but even the downs like some of the technical downs you know you just you you pick and choose, you know, what you're comfortable doing. You Because, I mean, ultimately, to finish, you I mean you have to stay healthy and you have to stay moving. So, like, the, the, those are decisions you make. So, unless you see that stuff, yeah. I mean, I think it's really hard. I mean, I was fortunate last year. Well, I, I want to stop you real quick. Like, I think we're missing something here is that you uh, did Margie last year and you, you did finish. I did finish. Did and, the 100 last year and finished. Yeah. And that whole section that we did on Sunday that we rode at like beautiful weather, um, in full sunlight, you did in the, at what, midnight? (laughs) Yep. Yep. It was dark. dark. (laughs) It was dark. Um, but I also, but I did have the advantage of riding that stuff prior to doing it of in Margie in the dark. You know, I always say like I've ridden most of Ramba and most of, Marquette trails. I've I've ridden a lot of that stuff. I just had never done it all in one day. Mm-hmm. So um, and that was obviously Margie of last year. So, but be able being able to see these trails in pieces and parts. Even if you, I mean, even if it's over six different rides or seven, whatever it is, three different rides. Just seeing some of the parts of some, especially the really technical areas, I feel is beneficial. So that was our goal on yeah. Sunday yeah. was to get out and ride. Because that last twenty mile section includes some pretty technical stuff, and you know a lot of elevation, a lot of climbing, a lot, a lot, lot of climbing. There's no yeah. real easy riding there, so nope. Um, yeah, and it was it was hard, of course, and and I don't know. Now I'm feeling like maybe I overreacted afterwards. Like this is too hard. I you settled in, like you absorbed it. Yeah, because it's a bit of a culture shock. Where, yeah. where else have you? That's and this is why you do those extended trips to Marquette, yeah. wrapped around an order shore or, or whatever mm-hmm. a family be, mm-hmm. be, to to be able to experience these trails because you can't duplicate it anywhere else. Right. At least here, you know, in, in Michigan, especially in the lower. Uh, so that's that's why you go up there and do that because it doesn't. I mean, you can ride, you can go to Highland, and you can go to Potter. You can do these things. You can do three laps of all the. It's it's still until you experience. Yeah, it's just like it's just like time. It's not necessarily the. Yeah, I mean, it's not those types of trails, yeah. Um, yeah. and that yeah, that is exactly. I mean, it was 
it was what I wanted. It was, it was the experience. It was like, I needed my, I needed to experience it. I needed to see what I would be getting myself into. Um, n- it doesn't mean that I liked it. <laughs> well, and that's, but 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 also like I did like it. I I don't know. Like it was it was kind of an odd. Well, and, like you said, once it settled in, like your yeah. first initial reaction when I teased you, you said, "I wish I'd had done this yeah, yeah, before yeah. I signed up." But then now you're saying you circle back and you say, "Yes, this." So that's I feel like Margie's a big mental game. Mm-hmm. So now you have that experience riding that terrain and riding that and surviving that trail even though it was probably the most technical stuff you've maybe have ever ridden ever ridden and and so now you've got that in your bank like i know i can do this i got this i've done this i've seen this so that it helps that mental game too which i feel is huge for margie might be the yeah might be one of the the biggest yeah um components um yeah um It'll be, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like, I, I don't think I've been talking about it a lot on the podcast, maybe a little bit, but it is one of my biggest goals this year. And it is just like finishing Margie. Um, I am not that type of rider. So it is a, you know, like trying to figure out how to ride these technical trails, how to pace myself, how to, you know, whatever. Um, well, this this is not your comfort zone, and that's why I wanted to do it. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is you know the pod. I mean, even the basis of the podcast was just like gravel scene, yeah. you know, racing and, and mid pack. I mean, and you get your you get busted a lot about like because you call yourself the mid pack and you're a very accomplished mm-hmm. gravel rider and you do very well and you've been very successful in that and you work hard at doing that. But you know what? You can practice a lot right here, gravel riding yeah. <laughs> and racing in mid Michigan. So. Um, in this, you know, I know you, you've obviously drawn more interest in mountain biking. You've come out a lot and and have done local rides and started riding a lot more on the mountain bike scene. And that's something you wanted to get interested to. Margie mm-hmm. was something that you had on the radar, and and you're you're going for it. So I'm going to be there to sag for you because again, I'm not racing <laughs> this year. So well, and, I'm going to help you through it, and and that's appreciated. I mean, and just like talking to you about this because you've experienced it you've you've done it you've gone through it i think everyone that i know who has done it i've been like just tr- asking them about you know what, what would you do here how, how have you done this and, and i think the margie community is pretty good that way of just um everyone's willing to or wants to like be helpful. Oh yeah. And um, if, if you get on their, yeah. their Facebook pages, I mean, the, all the talks and all the questions and everybody's yeah. you know, got information. Everybody's, I mean, it, it's a, uh, and everybody also has different, I mean, everybody's got their own different ideas and different opinions. People approach it differently. I mean, yeah. you got, you got those very strong riders that, I mean, their goal is to buckle yep. and to, to do the margina sub 12 hours. And then, most of us, it's the goal is just to finish. Yeah. And, you know, what does it take to do that? And what, you know, what do I need to work on? Or what am I going to have to be good at? And, uh, and I never thought, like, I mean, bu- buckling was never even in my mind. Um, but I realized doing that section of Rambo that we did, that it was just like, oh, finishing is the only, only goal. And, and that's okay. And that's totally okay. Um, but anyways, I don't mean to kind of take an order shore conversation and turn it into a Margie conversation. But this will definitely be a topic that will be, um, will be coming up, um, you know, in the next few podcasts. And I'm sure that we'll be talking about Margie more and more, um, as I attempt and see if I could fit it. Is it fair to say that, I mean, you went up to Marquette for order shore weekend wanting to do a little bit of riding of Ramba and preps for Margie and just doing a 20 mile stretch of the Margie trail had a pretty big impression on you that it was worth discussing. Correct. Even though we had a big race of order shore this weekend. Correct. Yeah. 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 I did 50 miles of order shore, which was awesome. But, uh, that 20 mile section of Ramba that was in Margie. I was like, "Holy moly!" Uh, maybe, maybe we should talk about this a little <laughs> bit. But I mean, I don't think it's out of the. It's not out of the realm because it's all Marquette, 
and it's um, you know Jordan who we'll we'll get to that conversation here in a second. I mean he just won Order Shore, but also he's done he's done Margie, and uh, um, we talk about that a little bit too. So it's not necessarily totally out of the <laughs> out of the topic for. And I'm sure you're not the only. I mean you're definitely not the only person that was up there this weekend that rode Ramba trails yeah. and Marquette trails and other trail systems and maybe also preparation for their attempt or yeah. at a Margie. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, thank you, Scott. Um, I, my guess is we will have a, a few more conversations as, um, uh, maybe not as we get up to it because it's, it's, it's going to be here. It's close. going to be here really soon, but well, maybe, maybe post Margie we'll have to, uh, We'll have to come back and, and discuss how how it went. Yeah, maybe if by chance we get another uh, pre ride in before raced, we can we can discuss a little bit about yeah. we can that can we can add into uh, the discussion of post race. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but for now, for now, let's um, get right to the conversation with Jordan Wakeley. Um, Congratulations, uh, Jordan. <laughs> I uh, I can't think of a better place to have an interview um, in Marquette than Black Rocks Brewery. And Jordan and I met up in Black Rocks, and we talked about his Ordershore victory, but way more than that. We talked about um, just him being the, I don't know, just maybe one of the quintessential northern Michigan athletes. And it's not just a bike racer, but a, a cross-country skier, canoe racing. We talk about canoe racing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been waiting to talk to Jordan for a long time and uh, super excited to have the uh, opportunity to at Black Rocks in Marquette, Michigan, after Order Shore. So let's get right to it. Jordan Wakeley, men's winner of the 2023 Order Shore out of Marquette, Michigan. I, Jordan, I never thought this would actually happen. I never thought that we'd actually get to this point and have a conversation. It's been a, a while in the making for sure. <laughs> but to be fair, I think, uh, I feel like I kind of willed this to be a little bit. We've been talking back and forth for like uh, what, like I don't know, a few weeks or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe even months. Yeah, months. like uh, Barry Roubaix, We talked about it a little bit. And yeah, yeah. And uh, and then and then we kind of landed on a Orta Shore pre or post. And I was thinking, you know, if it's post, I'm I guarantee Jordan's gonna win. <laughs> but and then then when I saw you. Uh, a little earlier, a couple minutes ago, you said, uh, I said, said, good job today. And then what did, what did you say to me? Uh, I mean, we got to do it now. Like, <laughs> we have to do it. <laughs> well, no, you, what, you said, uh, well, we better have something to talk about. So yeah, I exactly. Had to... <laughs> exactly. That's why I want to do it post because I know pre, like, yeah, you can talk about it. If it happens, it happens. But if you do it post, like, it either happened or it didn't happen. So you're going to have a story. And either way, it's a story. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, will you do me a favor and just set the scene for us a little bit? Tell people where we are. There's crying babies in the background, <laughs> but yeah, where are we? Like, what what are you consuming? Like, uh, you're in a throne of uh, cross country skis, skis, which yep. I feel like is yep. very appropriate for for yourself, right? Got the ski shop shirt on right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, we are in Marquette, Michigan. After order shore at Black Rocks Brewery, um, drinking Willie O'Ree. What is the? That's a dark beer. It's a, yeah, it's a black ale. Um, it's my go-to. It's. Uh, I like coffee and chocolate, so that's part of my diet. So okay. Anytime you can put some alcohol in it, we'll do it. <laughs> and you brought. I appreciate it because you showed up with two of two, them in your hand. <laughs> two of them. Yeah. I figured. Uh, the more alcohol I have, the the more talkative I'd be. So. Yep, yep. That's funny because I I've ridden with you and we rode the same race today. I don't consider 
today we rode together. But there's been a couple other races that I've ridden with you for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really had a conversation with you very much. You are a, a bit of a, I don't know, you just kind of keep to yourself and you just do for your sure. thing. And for you, sure. you, you have a job to do. And uh, and then at the end of the race, maybe we'll have a couple couple words. Yeah, but Exactly. Uh, yeah. And actually, I think we talked here... Were you here last year? Was it was it last year. Yeah. yeah, we talked here last year. Yeah, it was probably one of the first conversations that we had. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like uh, there's just haven't been. I think I've ridden right next to you for some races, and we haven't said a single yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, maybe like, hey, how's it going, or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do remember last year, and I don't remember if you uh, remember this, but. You've had a hell of a season this year. It's been me, pretty good. Let me just start with that. Like <laughs> you've had a hell of a season this year, and there have been multiple first places. Not to mention Ordershore. That was today. Uh, great ride today. Thank you. Um, Lumberjack. Lumberjack. Yep. Um, what else am I forgetting? Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Lumberjack. Coast to coast. Um, and then you had. Arcadia, um, Arcadia. Uh, there's there's a couple small ones in there. Hanson um, Hills, maybe. Hanson Hills, yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh, just like a big season though. Like um, on June was crazy. Like Unbound. Yeah, you did Unbound. When I survived it, um, Unbound, Lumberjack, Coast to Coast, all in June, and um, I knew, I knew I, I was feeling good. I mean, I, I usually paddle a lot in the summer, and I completely gave that up this year and just focus on the bike and um the goal was to win or shore this year and that was, was your goal that was that was my big goal for the fall season really or to shore um iceman but it's hard to win iceman i mean those it's, dudes are super legit yeah and, you've had incredible finishes at iceman yeah but yeah, um that's so close but that's so really cool away. to hear that or to shore was your goal i for some some dumb reason, Ordershore is my favorite mountain bike race. If you want to call it a mountain bike race, I know that you know, it's a gravel race, road race, whatever. Yeah. Um, this is my 15th Ordershore. That's that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> 15 um, and, you know, I, a lot of people are asking, you know, like, hey, congrats, your first one, blah, blah, blah. But I did win in 2016, but it was so long ago that nobody remembers. No one or Maybe 2015. Okay. I didn't even remember. Okay. So, yeah. But this year was... So, th this is what I was getting at. So, when we... I saw you here in Black at Black Rocks last year, yeah. and we are just chatting, and he said, you know what? I think next year I'm going to do... I'm going to put it all into cycling. Yeah. And... I think a lot of people, probably in Michigan at least, like know you as a multi-sport, um, multi-disciplined athlete. Um, very like a Michigan kind of athlete, where yeah, like for sure. you, you cycle in the summer, uh, cross-country ski in the winter, yeah. and and then you also have this paddling a lot thing, of which is yeah. and yeah. which is incredible. Which, um, which actually, that's all I want to talk about. Let's just talk about canoeing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so. Cats out of the bag. Next year, I'm just gonna focus on canoeing. <laughs> Dead serious. You heard it here. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. But like, I remember you saying that last year, and I was like, "That's super cool." Like, I wonder what that will, uh, what will happen with that, and if you focus on on just cycling. And what I've seen so far is shit. I mean, you've you've had it's uh, been decent. Yeah. <laughs> so, talk to me too. Like, you have with Giant, you've been kind of have a partnership now with, yep. with Giant and they've sent you to their Giant facility California, in California. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's not just a, uh, it's not just through your shop where you're getting deals with Giant. Like this is this is a bigger it's, deal. Like it's like Yuri Oswald is on the same, is that? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty legit. I mean, I'm on the same team that um, Steven Davist is on, uh, Rebecca Rush, Yuri. Um, it's it's pretty legit. I'm I'm very thankful and fortunate for the opportunity. For yeah, sure. yeah, that's incredible. Um, I wonder. I follow you on Strava, and one of the questions I have is your training regimen, <laughs> and how do you approach your training? Um, I. I was just talking to uh, 
Ed Rogers, who was sitting in, who was he was warming up your cross country in my chair. Yeah, yeah, farting in your chair, <laughs> and and, uh, and we were talking about how some people are so regimented with training and nutrition, yep. and. And maybe they just let other, everyone else know that through social media or through Strava. And maybe you're just like hiding something, but the, the, what I'm seeing is you just go out and ride and, exactly. and let it, and, and, and that's it. Yeah. Or maybe I mean, not that's maybe not it. it like it's it, kind of, that's, I mean, that's kind of the deal. Um, you know, it's all by feel just like tire pressure. If somebody asked me my tire pressure, I just squeeze it. I'm like, I don't know what that feels like. It's by feel. <laughs> Um, yeah, training. If I feel good, I go hard. If I feel like shit, I take it easy. Um, very rarely there are off days. Um, yeah, I probably I probably ride too much at too high of an intensity, but um, it seems to work pretty good for me. So I'm not going to change it. And I mean, that's has that gotten you in trouble before? Oh yeah, no, I, I literally driving up here yesterday. I woke up this morning. Um, I, I thought I was in trouble. Like my legs felt like shit. Um, I was like, "Well, whatever happens, happens." But yep. you know, it's just—I don't know. It's all of June when I did Unbound Coast to Coast Lumberjack. July, I was—I was super wrecked, but I'd still go ride just because I love riding my bike. Like I have to go ride my bike. Uh, if I don't ride my bike, if I don't ski, if I don't paddle, like my girlfriend always tells me, like she knows if I don't ride or do something, she's like get out there go exercise sure like you need a mental yeah. mental health thing like it, it's got to happen so um yeah there's no i used to have a coach and i was so burned out after having a coach like structured intervals here and there and i don't i don't like looking at numbers like that and i don't yeah. train with a heart rate monitor power sometimes but usually i get in trouble with the power meter because i try to see the highest number possible for the longest amount of time possible non-stop and yeah it's not the best <laughs> best thing to do so so you don't train with a power meter at all on occasion probably yeah half my rides okay. but like like i said just to see the numbers yeah. there's no rhyme or reason to it yeah. so. um let's talk about today a little bit just because we're here and that's what what happened yeah. today so um it was at least when i got through some of the sections like the first half was super muddy. Yes. How yep. did that affect the front guys? How did it affect you? Um, I mean, it definitely made the group smaller, faster. Um, the guys in the front are notorious for knowing how to ride mud well. Um, Brian Motter, Caleb Schwartz, Daxton. Um, I mean, they're legit mountain bikers with the mountain bike skills to handle the mud. Um, there was a few crashes in the mud sections that wheeled the group down quicker than usual. Um, I mean, usually the last couple of years we've won over Misery Hill with 10 to 15 guys. This year we came over the top of four. Four? Four guys, yeah. So talk to me about this because Misery Hill, like, when packs like what I'm in get to Misery Hill, I feel like everyone just gives up right away. Oh, yeah. Do you guys ride up it? So. Daxton Mock tried to ride up it, and the last year he did ride up it, or two years ago, not last year, last okay. year it rained. Daxton rode up it a couple years ago, which is insane. Because yeah. if you know what Misery Hill is, it's... It's just so look steep at it, and it's, loose, yeah. it's, it, yeah. Um, when we do get to it though, it's, you know, when you get off your bike, you're gonna, you're gonna reach the top, you're gonna be cross-eyed because you're gonna, you're running up that thing. Like, yeah. it's hard, it's steep, it's long. Yeah. And, um, I think the, the section just after Misery Hill, the top of Misery Hill for the next, 10 to 15 minutes is sucks that's where the deal breakers at like yeah. if you can make that lead group stay with them like you're gold that's what I, I today like i i didn't really remember about last year but i should have this is only my second order shore mm -hmm. but misery hill is whatever like you just remember that yep. but then everything after misery hill is like it's terrible it's hard right yeah. like especially when it's wet yeah and slick today specifically yeah. it was just like mud hills or yeah. mud mud spots and and the thing with those mud puddles you didn't know if they were two inches deep or two feet deep exactly like they'll exactly. eat your wheel yeah so coming out of that though you so you were in a group of four yep and came in and like that's you stayed together in a group of four we like all stayed, the way to the end yeah from misery hill um which is what maybe 20 20 to 25 miles in um yeah four guys after that and we stayed together we worked well together 
Um, I mean, Brian Motter was in that group, Caleb Schwartz, both former winners. Um, everybody was willing to work, and there was no no lollygagging going on there. So we kept the pace high and made sure nobody came from the back to get us. And yeah, came into the last mile. Actually, out of the last 15 order shores I've ever done, that last mile was the slowest I've ever done. Oh, just really? because everybody was looking around, looking at each other. Yeah, yeah, just waiting for yep. the attack to come. And, yep. Um, yeah. How how are you? Because I mean, you were talking about doing Unbound, I mean, coast to coast, which you won coast to coast. Mm -hmm. I mean, this this is a different animal. Iceman's a different animal. Uh, how how are you kind of balancing the super endurance? I guess it's not necessarily ultra endurance, but like 200 miles is, it's, you know, like it's a long ways. It's a, it's a long ways. <laughs> yeah. And then this is, it wasn't even 50 miles today. It's a, it's a different animal. Um, but a lot, I see a lot of the same type of athletes doing those same type of races. Um, how do you see that? Or do you, do you look at it different? Do you approach it differently? Um, it's definitely, you know, like the unbounds and the coast to coast to me is more of a survival race. You know, there's going to be really hard, hard efforts in it. But if you can just keep the wheels rolling to the finish, you're good. This one's like, I mean, two and a half hours of cross-eyed, you know, yeah, red tactics. Light. It's tactics, too. Yeah. There's so many. Ordeshore, Schwamigan, um, Iceman, it's, it's tactics. And I've never been good at that. Um, you know, just like today, the soft pedaling the last mile, it, it killed me not to just try to take off and out sprint these guys, but it, yeah. I've done it before and I ended up fourth out of four. Like yeah. it, you got to be smart about it. So that's, I think the old age is starting to set in and the old man tactics are coming <laughs> to play. I don't know if it's old man tactics or just being smarter. So you, <laughs> yeah, being smart is, that's the biggest thing. You it's, still it's, have the, the power and everything else, but then... Just also the experience and, yep. the, and the being yep. smarter. And I've, like I said, I've been there enough times and gotten dumped at the line not being smart that it's, it's yeah, catching we, on. So we had a, our crew kind of had a tent right there at that at that chicane or yep. whatever. And we kind of, I didn't because I was still riding, but a lot of people saw that, saw that happen. And it just seems... I'm not sure what happened. I'm still not sure what happened. Like it. Um, Were you second wheel at the at the time? I was or? second. I was. Yeah, my race was over at that point. Like Daxon was going to win the race, and you thought so? Yeah, yeah. Like you really he, thought so? Because yeah. looking at the video, um, he had a little bit of a gap. Yeah. But I thought he was not in the best position. He was leading the sprint out, and yep. I thought every all the three of you w would have passed him. Yep. At that. He, but that's not how you felt. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I played all the cards I could to stay, you know, third or fourth wheel, but they weren't having any of it. I wanted to keep the wheels moving towards the finish, and um, so I was leading, and I, I happened to just look back at the the right moment that I seen Daxton launch from third place, and we started way earlier than I wanted to, but I knew when he came up, up alongside me, he he passed me pretty easily and I, I knew I couldn't match that and so he um, so he had legs oh yeah for sure yeah um, and he came from third wheel he he surprised Brian and Caleb and um, yeah I don't I don't know what happened at the, the end there um, I've watched many videos of it already and yeah he I don't know if he just had a yeah I don't know what happened yeah I don't it know was, what happened either um, but what I do know is when you are at that point in your like you're redlining you're you, you've been there like you don't make the best decision yes, or like maybe sure. you don't see the right thing and yep. it's it's unfortunate but like we we came around that chicane the first the first part of it and i mean my eyes went straight to the finish line you can see down the finish shoot and yeah you for see some reason he he veered right and, yeah um, i wonder too the puddle kind of played a weird... It was a big puddle. It was deep. Um, I don't know if he tried to just go wide around it and went way wider than he expected. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you look at the video, I mean, myself, he... Modder, and Caleb, yeah. we were all on the same line. So, yeah. I don't know. He was going pretty damn fast. Maybe he just couldn't make that tight of the corner. I don't know. <laughs> maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. No, we came into that corner and he passed me. I'm like, well, I got second. And then literally five seconds later, I was like, oh, shit, he... 
he's off like I just won this race. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, get yeah. happen that fast. What a um, so now you're part of this giant team. What it's, what's it called? Giant off road team or giant? Uh, so it's not factory. They're they're kind of dubbing it as a like an ambassador program. Okay. Um, I mean, there's guys that are doing the free ride stuff and um, yeah. So I'm out of the, I think there's 12 or 13 on the program. I think there's like two or three cross country racers. Okay. I'm on that. Um, I'm free to do what I want to do. I just tell them where I'm going, what I'm doing, and um, they're fine with it. So, yeah. yeah. There, I feel like a lot of, I mean, if you, if you look at riders like that, California, West Coast, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of uh, sponsored ambassador whatever like in the michigan area i mean how do you feel about just doing your like i don't know i mean like i i I look i i I look at jordan wakeley and he's like you're 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 working at the bike shop you're going skiing you're 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 doing your you're just commuting with your with your bike like Mm -hmm. is that what you want to just continue is that the lifestyle that you have decided that that's what you want and so that's and that which which i which which is awesome like or is there something else that you would love to do you know it is it is it's the lifestyle i love um you know back i'm 33 now back 10 years ago i thought you know i want to be a professional cross-country rider blah 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 and um you know, it came to realization by 24, 25 that it's not going to happen. And at the end of the day, I just love riding my bike. I, yeah. I mean, not with the whole gravel thing. That's that's a whole other story like that. That is actually what brought this giant contract to, to full bloom. Like, um, without gravel, like, it, this probably wouldn't be happening. Like, sure. the Giants got the Revolt, the Revolt X, and they, they want people to push that bike. And... Um, the Midwest is where gravel's at right now, so right. it's kind of a, a pretty good candidate for it. And then working at the shop too, I've got a good relationship with the uh, with our reps and the inside guys at Giant. And they're like, "Hey, you want to ride our bikes? You want to make this official?" And so it uh, it worked out well. It's it's been a couple years in the making. Like I said, um, four or five years ago, I was with Giant through the shop, and um, this year it's just been a little more official. And okay. Yeah, but it's been fun. Are you planning on doing more skiing in the summer or in the in the winter or? Um, this winter, I don't plan on doing any fat bike racing. Um, I no just, fat bike racing at no all. No fat bike racing. I really? mean, I'll ride it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna ski a lot. Yeah. Last year, I forgave skiing just because the winter was pretty shitty, and um, I did a lot. I did a decent amount of fat bike racing. Um, but yeah, next year. I think there's going to be a lot less bike racing and more canoe racing. So, you weren't joking about that? No, I was. I was serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I, I thought you were. Just, that's no. just a joke. Yeah. No, it's kind of like it's kind of season to season. Uh, 2021, I won the uh, Sable Marathon. And yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the bike go for a little bit. Yeah. Um, where I could put most of my time to paddling, and I seen what could be achieved. And then last year, I tried to do them both and didn't have the best result in the okay. community marathon you know kind of if your results on the mountain bike and um so yeah this year full in on the bike next year um fully I'm pretty sure it's going to be full in on canoe racing what's what's um and it's it's kind of weird because you know you say canoe racing and anybody outside of northern michigan has no idea what the hell you're talking about um but it's this special little thing that in grayling in july like if you do the canoe marathon, if you are good at the Sable Canoe Marathon, like it's our Super Bowl. Like you're yeah. treated like a rock star. It's it's just absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, and winning that race, like I've won a decent amount of races, but winning that canoe marathon is it will probably rate as the biggest win I've ever had in really? my life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I want it again. So, so <laughs> that's I incredible. Do it again. Bes- besides that one though, is there any other canoe races that you would do? Like it. There's a I there's feel like a Minnesota circuit. or something. Or there's like- a circuit in Michigan. Uh, Michigan Canoe Racing Association has a nine or ten race series. Um, but like I said, if you're if you're not in that little niche group, you have no idea what the heck's going on. You know, it'll be at a there's canoe races down in Ann Arbor, 
Um, and these people have never seen a, a race canoe before. I mean, they're 18 and a half foot long, full carbon fiber, like weighs 30 pounds. They're, you know, you race down in Ann Arbor, people look at these boats and like, what the hell are you guys doing? And, but there's that one weekend a year in Grayling, Michigan, the Asabo River Canoe Marathon. If you were on that start line, even if you're last place, you're you're an absolute rock star in that's, that town, that's in community. And, and if you go to Paddle Hard Brewing, yes. you, you know how, like, the fact that the the whole brewery is based yep. around paddling. Yep. You're, and they have a countdown to they the They have a assault. countdown clock, yeah. yep. There's paddles on the wall. There's, a, yeah. there's an actual um, marathon pro boat hanging above the, uh, the tap list there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And it's it's really awesome now that my my friends uh, Chad and Jenny Swanner just bought it, so they're they've been around this canoe racing scene for since the beginning. I think I was just talking to Chad, the owner, um, a week or two ago, and for the last 40 or 42 years, he's followed that race. He's never missed one. And wow. He fed for the winners this year. And did you grow? You grew up in Grayling, or in racing Grayling? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And like I said, watching that race as a kid, like I never thought I'd do it, and then I'm on the start line. But you see these guys in your hometown doing this race and you're just like that's the coolest thing that's the coolest thing there is <laughs> yeah. and then to compete and finish that race it's uh yeah for a kid in grayling that is that's as big as it gets yeah do you think it's similar to uh kids growing up in traverse city for Iceman? i mean kind of a similar i do i do um to an extent um most I mean, everybody knows what a bike race is. But like I said, you go back to the I race marathon canoes, and they don't know what the hell that means. Sure, that's such a niche, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it's like a yeah. super niche sport that. And it it absolutely killed me to miss it this year. And you know, working at a shop that sells skis and paddles and yeah, all these guys. And you're getting people from like 20 or 30 states now. Um, we had two teams from Australia, Germany, a bunch of Canadians this year, and they're all in the shop like. That really? week and it's I had serious FOMO for sure. <laughs> so the two days after the marathon finished, um, I ended up buying buying my own canoe and um, I committed right there. I'm like, all right, three hundred and sixty some days from now I'm gonna I'm gonna be racing yeah. this all of marathon again. Your um when you won last year last year? Uh twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yep. Um your partner, I think, was from South Bend. South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, that's yep. that's where the two yep. of us used to live in yep. South Bend. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. I didn't know that there was a canoeing. Uh, Matt Mearsman, actually, the Asabo record holder, lives in South Bend, Indiana. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We lived in South Bend yep. for several yep. several years before we moved yep. to Michigan. So, I, I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. So next year, you're gonna paddle. Yes. But there's still a lot of this year left. Yeah. What What's happening this year? So uh, we got several more races. Yeah. So actually this week, like I'm racing this week, um, in this week, today's Saturday. So actually tomorrow morning, we have to leave here at 6 a.m. We're going to drive back to Grayling, open the shop up, work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're driving to Pennsylvania. Um, is that the stage race? Yeah, Transylvania okay, Epic. Okay. Transylvania Epic awesome. starts on Thursday, so we're gonna race Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna Have be you awesome. done stage race uh, like mountain bike stage race? Before? I've done Transylvania Epic three day. Um, I believe it was two years ago, and I was I loved it. Like yeah. it was, I, I'm kind of bummed I did the three day, and not the five day, because okay. I was I wanted more. So, yeah, yeah. Um, this seems about perfect. It's. Uh, 60 50 to 65 miles a day um, for four days 25,000 feet of climbing um, yeah so like that sweet spot three to four hours of just going hard every yep. day and uh, I'm super excited and then from there anything else uh, uh, you, you mentioned Iceman but Margie like, coming Margie? back from Margie okay bud we're gonna we're Margie. gonna meet, meet up Margie because I'm, I'm gonna be up here for Margie too yes uh, I'm already scared but I've been scared for a, a long time. Well, I would say since last year, since I finished and then registered again, I'm like, why the hell do you do this? Why, why do you sign up for this if you know how bad it's going to hurt? And yeah, you did, you did well last year, right? Fourth. You, yeah. buckled, you buckled in fourth, fourth yeah. Yeah, fourth, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine's more so of just, uh, I just got to finish the fucking thing. It's, it's, I mean, that just starting that race, in my opinion, is 
mean, it takes a lot to start that yeah. race, knowing what you're getting into, hearing all the war stories and how hard it's going to be. And yeah. yeah. Are you doing Moran again this year? I'm registered for Moran. Um, I just found out there's a, the TC Trails Fest is the same day. Okay. So we'll see how I feel. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to overdo it. Moran's awesome. I love the race. Moran's um, fun. You won last year. Yeah. I guess we'll see what the weather does. Sure. Um, yep. 166 miles of wet sand doesn't sound super appealing right now, but. Very true. Very true. <laughs> but we what did, else am I going to do? We did 50 miles of wet and sand Yeah, exactly. Today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, cheers, Jordan. This was, uh, I don't know. This is fun, man. It was I mean, fun. We finally linked up after. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I literally think the last, a year ago today, we were like, hey, we need, yeah, we we need talked you on the podcast. Like, yeah. It's got to happen at some point. Yeah, yeah. We talked at Black Rock, yeah. so we're like, we should do a podcast sometime, and now we're doing it at Black Rock, yeah. so. No, good Very stuff. Very fun. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, congrats today, man. Thank you. It's, uh, like I said, I willed it to be. This is uh, as much as you worked for this uh, for this win. I feel like I have as much uh, to do with it. Heck as yeah! Well. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Take it for sure. <laughs> we'll see you. Uh, I mean, at least at Iceman. Maybe Iceman. Margie. Marge, Margie. Margie. We'll, we'll see you, at Margie. Margie. We'll, we'll see you here at Black Rocks. At Black the Rocks. day before, day after. <laughs> yeah. Sitting in your throne. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. The Dirty Chain Podcast is a Michigan Midpack Media production in partnership with KOM Cycling, the source for your bike accessories and necessities. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Dirty Chain Podcast. Email dirtychainpodcast at gmail.com. If you are enjoying the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you use to listen. Audio editing and original music by myself, Trevor Gibney. Thank you to Jordan Wakeley for joining us for this episode. And thank you all for listening to the Dirty Chain Podcast. And as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. We will see you in the mid-pack.